Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. It's 2 o'clock, uh, 2.07 to be precise, meaning that it is time now for the top two at 2 o'clock. The top story today here in the state of Utah has to be uh, this announcement from Governor Cox just earlier this morning as he delivered his weekly remarks to the media. Uh, uh, an incredible announcement. And listen, you know I'm on, I'm on Team Vaccine if, uh, if the... If the opportunity presents itself for you to get the vaccine, I'm going to encourage you to take it. Uh, When I have the opportunity, I'll get it myself. I'll encourage family and friends, loved ones, all of you uh, to to get this vaccine. Um, The announcement. It had been speculated. It had been set as a goal by the governor to make the vaccine available, the COVID-19 vaccine, available to all Utah adults, or rather I should say 16 plus, right? All uh, Utah and 16 plus would be eligible to receive the vaccine by April 1. That was the goal, the 1st of April. And that's no April Fool's joke. April 1, the governor wanted as a goal for all Utahns to be eligible and have access to the vaccine. Well, you know, things being uh, what they are here in Utah, always great, always uh, wonderful, always rapid and fast. Uh, it turns out, uh, it turns out, we're going to be able to jump ahead of that goal and get the vaccine to folks even earlier. The announcement today was that next Wednesday, the twenty fourth, that the vaccine will be available to all Utahns sixteen plus. Sixteen plus, you're eligible. Now, it varies county to county when you will be able to schedule an appointment uh, and, you know, if you can do that before next Wednesday and then how soon after, you know, the, the eligibility opens up, how soon after that you'll be able to make an appointment. Uh, Salt Lake County right now, if you go over to the website, it'll let you know you can start signing up next Monday. All Utahns can start setting signing up next Monday for appointments uh, that start becoming open on April 4th, right? So, yes, everyone's eligible, uh, but, you know, the, the, the scheduling of appointments and, uh, you know, the availability and all that uh, is still going to get worked out. Davis County, uh, similar. You can start signing up next Wednesday for appointments starting April 5th. Uh, in, in Utah County, well, we'll let Utah County speak for themselves. Uh, earlier this morning, Aislinn Tolman Hill with the Utah County Health Department says people can start signing up tonight for appointments starting next Wednesday. Um, So every Thursday we open appointments for the following week. So and that's just kind of our routine process. And so 
we will be opening appointments tonight for next week. And this does include, um, you know, those individuals, as the governor said, on the 24th, so on Wednesday. So if you do fall into kind of those, you know, anyone 16 and over, um, you would be able to schedule starting, you know, a, for an appointment on Wednesday. Now, if you remember, there was uh, there was another announcement that came, I believe it was last Thursday, maybe the Thursday prior, from the governor saying that that there were no longer restrictions placed on county of residency. So you could cross county lines and receive a vaccine really anywhere in the state of Utah. And so what that means is, and, you know, listen, we should be, I think, we should be, you know, orderly and we should be, uh, you know, methodical about this. Don't go out. Uh, don't go out making like five or six appointments here and there uh, and then, you know, bailing on those five once you get the sixth. All right. Uh, you make one appointment for one person. That's it. Uh, and anyway, th- this issue or this this notion of crossing county lines, uh, Island this morning was asked about that, and she says that you do not have to live in Utah County to get an appointment there, but but there is a caveat. Listen to this. The, the county where you reside, where you live in, doesn't doesn't really matter so much. And, and again, it really is just that the first dose and second dose location, that really is the, the important piece there, kind of regardless of where of where you live, it's just making sure you get that second dose the same location as your first. So you got that in Utah County, at least, and it's likely true elsewhere, but I can only you know speak authoritatively because we heard it from Utah County Direct. If you get, say, one of the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccines, versions of the vaccine, uh, you will need to report to that same location to get your second dose, right? Uh, if it's Johnson & Johnson, you know, obviously that's just a uh, a one-shot deal, and so you don't really need to worry about the, the location of your second dose because there isn't one. Uh, but in Utah County, if you are going to uh, like make an appointment tonight, as the health department says you can do, uh, if you're going to make an appointment tonight um, and you tra- you're traveling some far distance to get there, know that if it's Pfizer or Moderna that gets jammed into your arm, you got to go back to that same spot in either 21 or 28 days whenever you're able to make that second dose appointment. So uh, anyway, not to get hung up on the details, you got to double check all of this stuff uh, on your own anyway. Do so, number one, at coronavirus.utah.gov. From there, you make your way to uh, you know your respective health department. Uh, there are also uh, access to pharmacies and some of the grocery stores that are uh, handing out vaccines. Big news today, next Wednesday, the 24th of this month, March, we will be... It took me a second to remember what month it was. Uh, March 24th, you will be, if you're 16 plus and a Utah, be eligible to receive the vaccine here in the state. That is, that's huge news, right? That is in this ever, ever uh, forward moving march towards that light at the end of the tunnel. This is, uh, this is a, a significant milestone. My thanks to everyone involved, from the developers of the vaccine to those entrusted to administer it to those setting the policy, making folks eligible. It's a great, it's a great day. It's a great announcement. Uh, and like I said, and I'll quit beating this drum. I'm on Team Vaccine. I'd invite you to join us uh, and get yourself vaccinated. How about some herd immunity and some normalcy here pretty soon? All right, uh, about a minute left. Let me give you the second top story of the day. A real brief one. It is simply uh, remembering that one year ago, the earth shook beneath us. The earth shook beneath us. It was the great earthquake here in the state of Utah centered in Magna, uh, which luckily 
luckily, uh, you know, injuries and damage was relatively minimal. We know that there were some historic structures uh, in the Magna area that were damaged pretty significantly. Uh, and also, I believe there were some uh, some trailer homes in that neighborhood that uh, sustained some pretty significant damage. Uh, some of those residents that we spoke to just a, a few months back still looking to put the pieces of their life uh, together. And so, you know, not to be dismissive of, of their of their plight, uh, but elsewhere, uh, we were we remained relatively unscathed. It was a scary, scary event, and it was a, a relatively inexpensive reminder of being sharp uh, when it comes to staying safe. Uh, and if you've forgotten, if you don't know uh, the the rules for safety, when the earth starts shaking beneath us, it's drop cover and hold on. If you're indoors, stay there. If you're outside, get out in the open. If you're driving, stop when you can do so safely. Uh, If you're in a mountainous area, watch out for falling rocks, landslides, and trees. The biggest threat to you during an earthquake is what might come down on you from above. So be mindful of that. Take cover if you can. Uh, Get out in the open if you can. And, uh, and we'll all stay safe. And uh, when it comes time for the, that great shakeout again, uh, we'll know exactly what to do. And when the earth really starts shaking, uh, we will be uh, better armed to stay safe. Quick break. When we return, Governor Cox has declared a state of emergency stemming from the threat of drought here in the state of Utah. What does that mean? What does the impact look like? We're going to find out the answers to all those questions as we uh, return in just a moment, joined by Craig Butters, the commissioner of the Utah Department of Agriculture and Food. What does drought mean? And is it so dire right now that a state of emergency is warranted? That's up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 